Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Lickin' on Lending, a weekly mortgage market update providing up-to-the-minute information on interest rates, loan programs, and hot industry news relating to the mortgage industry. Brought to you by Mortgage Banking Solutions, enabling executives to take their business to the next level. To participate in today's program, our guest call in line is 646-716-4972. And now, here is your host of Lickin' on Lending, David Lickin'. You know, every time I listen to that opening, folks, I keep thinking of the Johnny Carson, and we got to have someone do this, and here's looking, so we got to do something like that to enter it. Anyway, welcome to the podcast, everybody. Good to have you be here with us, making a part of a way of you getting updated on what's going on in this industry, and there is so much happening. For those of you that listen to this program on a downloaded basis, this is the Monday, August 29th program, 2016. And we're glad you're here live or downloaded. Got a lot of people dialing in. That's good. Velma's doing their job, letting everybody know about it. And so anyway, lots of good stuff here. Again, this podcast is created by mortgage professionals. It is for mortgage professionals. And we're the proud recipient of the Progress in Lending Innovation Award. Love being innovative. Lots to talk about. Boy, I'm really excited. Here you go, Lickin. and you start off every program by saying just how excited you are about the hot topic discussion. Well, that is true. We had a great one last week, a lot of feedback from Gary Acosta on the program. Uh, really interesting. But I am equally as excited about as this program as I am anything. It's gonna, we have my dear, dear friend, Tony Moss, will be joining us in the hot topic segment. You know, you look at the the 14-year narrative on globalization that led to the crisis, and you look at where we're going now as a result of globalization dying. And we're going to be talking about that, and we're going to be talking about this in context with her upcoming event, which is at the end of the month, and she's got a special invitation. This is an invitational-only event, and I want to tell you, folks, that's not one of those things where you go, it's invitational, but if you go to this website, you and thousands and everyone else, so it's, it's not one of those. This is legitimately an invitational-only event, and you are going to get an invitation if you're listening to this podcast. So really excited. I'm very excited that Tony would be so gracious to open that up to our group. So anyway, hot topic segment, Tony Boss, get ready. The results of dying globalization. What does that mean for our industry? should be really very interesting. Folks, it's always fun to have friends come on this podcast. I have so many of them. We're so blessed to have Alice, Andy, Joe, Sam, and Paul, and, and we really enjoy the group here. And so many people, guests we have, uh, which have been some outstanding guests. And I might say our next guest has been responsible getting so many of the, a lot of the guests on there. Tony Moss is the founder and the CEO of AmeriCatalyst based here in Austin, Texas and also the founder of Eurocatalyst, based in the Netherlands. She is one of the most brilliant and creative minds in the housing finance industry, and I'm not kidding about that, folks. I mean, I listen to her and her brilliance of where she sees things going. There's just some people that seem to just have a knack for it, and she's got a worldwide global reputation and reach, and so very excited to have her here. She has her hands-on experience with more than 20 years of mortgage markets, experience in the mortgage markets around the world. Tony is well-known for the big picture. She's a big-picture thinker, and that's really part of many foundations and think tanks. She circulates around some of the most amazing people that really look as to where the markets are going. She's always at the vanguard of recognizing the permanent patterns, uh, recognizing patterns at least. I don't know if they're going to be permanent or not. They do shift around, but of the next big thing in the industry. So she does a lot marketing hopefully she'll give us a chance to tell us a little more what she does specifically because she does this we're going to be talking about the event that she's got coming up 
But it's really important that you understand her background. She is an innovative thinker and thinks and sees things of what's coming around the corner. She's also behind the scenes or is involved in some of the most innovative ventures here in the global housing industry, including the world's first completely online mortgage. I did not realize that until we were talking here just last night about this. And then also, it's uh, it was from 1997, and it was the first origination servicing platform. And it was the first that shared servicing utilities, the world's first financial structure, uh, first structured covered bond. So she was involved in the first structured bond for the covered bond. For those that are not aware of covered bonds, we had a whole program on it a number of years ago. That is one of the programs that's interestingly that gets downloaded a lot. So with that, Tony Moss, so good to have you joining me here today, my friend. Tony, Tony, do we have you there? I got your mic turned on. I just want to make sure you can hear me all right and that you're there. Well, let's see here. Maybe I need to go double check. Uh, Tony is supposed to be right at the microphone. I am. And, I uh, am. Oh, there. I am oh, here. Sorry. Um, oh, can we good, just buddy. stop the interview there? Because that was such a flattering introduction. I, you know, <laughs> well, I, I'm ready to quit well, now. <laughs> yeah, I love the I love the introduction, but the best part of the introduction is you've just become such a close close friend of mine. And uh, I was value you met listening to me speak at a conference, and you had me come over to Madrid and speak there. And I met some. I mean, I had no idea how level well connected you are. But I mean, we could talk all about that, or we can really get into talking about some really important things. So. I want to really get into this, Tony, but it's really good to have you here. Thank you so much for taking time to share your um, insights on what's going on in the industry with us. For the past 14 years, Tony, you have been producing and curating uh, and hosting an annual invitation-only event, conference, that is dynamic. and It's really a peer-to-peer think tank, folks, that has an impact of globalization on the housing. And, And it's really focused on what has been that trend. So that has been for the last 14 years a focus on globalization that's been happening but that's that's all changing it's uh it's not a pervasive event but is really an immerse an immersive experience i want to get tony explaining what she means by that uh where everyone actively participates in every session so the the event oh that's the event that the the eurocal um, americalis event that will be here in austin we're going to talk about that at the end of the program um, is a really environment where you get immersed in it, and you are in a participatory type process. You're sitting, everyone has iPads sitting on the counter. As the event is going on, don't you always wish you could ask a question? Well, that's what she does. It's coming up October 30th through November 1st. You're going to learn about it. The best of all, she is going to extend an invitation. This is truly an invitation only. It's not one of those things where you can go down and pull this coupon off the Internet and get a free part of it. This is legitimately, she's extending it out to our listeners. And she's going to have one of our guests on that I, we've introduced and helped get high profile, and that's Logan Motoshami. She He's going to be presenting there and talking there as well. So, Tony, it's good to have you here with us. You have an incredible track record over the last years regarding what is going on in the housing market, and you have seen it long before it happened. Well, let's put some things into context with a historical point of view of the event events that are happening and why you created this event, the Mayor Catalyst event, in the first place because it is, has a very significant link to what just happened this summer. So let's get into, insights into this. Whew. Um, I'll try and expedite this, but from 1997 to 2002, um, by that time I'd worked in all European mortgage markets doing things like 
building cross-border origination and servicing operations or expanding the investor base for covered bond issuers and creating a lot of new business models for European markets. But as securitization really started to take flight in Europe, um, I would advise investors on differentiating between their investment options that underlie uh, national MBS issuances around the world, and they varied greatly. So I had a pretty in-depth perspective on these dramatic changes that were happening in Europe during that period, and it struck me that the whole notion of the European Union itself and, and even more the creation of the euro, I mean, think about this. The fact that 12 nations would cede their sovereign destiny to a central bank with no yeah. political infrastructure to support it was really the most significant grand social experiment of our lifetime. And if you really think about it, they built the roof first, and then they figured they'd build the house underneath <laughs> at a later point. And, and so I, thought, I, I really thought about that and thought that the urgency of this and all these changes really were due to globalization and, and how its forces were creating a world that was just becoming increasingly unpredictable and beyond our control. You know, I want to stop you right there for a second. Um, when most people think about it and think about globalization specifically, they tend to think of it as an economic issue. You just said it's forces. What do you mean by that? Phew. If you really get into the roots of it, there's some pretty intense debates about what globalization is or what the ideology is behind it and whether or not it's really happening. But the way that I look at it is it's not one dimensional change, but it's a whole set of changes that are primarily driven by technology and electronic communication. So these forces are social, they're cultural and political. They're not just economic. So I'm also talking about hyper-globalization, which has altered hmm. the structure of states. It's altered the nature of economies. It's altered our basic institutions our ideals, the way that we live. And it is economic in that we have this intense economic interdependence and competition on a global as opposed to a national scale. But it's, it's even more than that because it's this phenomenon that's created this world where the greatest change is the pace of change. And that's led to all of these unpredictable precedents. So think about this, an app is outdated within a week. So for us, and with this pace of change, everything is one huge beta test from here on out. Yeah, that, that's good. That, that clarifies what we were talking about. That. So now that we've gotten that straight, let's, let's kind of go back to some of the things you were trying to cover. Before so, I interrupt okay. um, so it, it, it really struck me that the European Union and the creation of the euro was sort of the petri dish of globalization, and, and I was Great sitting right there in the middle of it. So Literally. I was interested in how globalization itself, because it's so pervasive, would alter really the most ubiquitous industry in the world, and that's the housing industry. So it occurred to me that mortgage markets were actually the epicenter of the world's economic fault line and that the forces of globalization would accelerate and magnify market inefficiencies and over leverage and cause it to rupture. So 
I thought that maybe I should get everybody together and talk about it. But at that time, the party was just getting started, and everybody thought that I was being a bit dramatic and, and a fruitcake, but it sounded interesting to them, and it brought together all the European market meat leaders for the first time, so, so it was very well received. And I launched the event in 2002 as Euro Catalyst, and I held it in Madrid because I thought that when mortgage markets imploded, that Spain would get hit the worst. And in the opening sequence, I mean, this, this event has a soundtrack. Um, so when the song Burning Down the House finished playing and I walked up on stage and the lights came back up and everybody was sitting there like the guy in the old Max L commercial, you know, when he leans back in his chair with his tie <laughs> flying backwards. Yes. yes. <laughs> that was perfect. That was so perfect. I mean, you look at that. Now, the, 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 this year, the it's fast. We're looking at fast forward and what's happening. But back then... You were looking at what was happening then, and, and if I recall, the theme from that year's event was will Europe, or will the European mortgage markets survive globalization? And now, 14 years later, we've got the answer as a result of Brexit. Or is that the best way to look at it? Well, yeah. Now we know it was it was quite a now long bet, and at the time that I came up with that theme, there were a lot of people from the European Commission there, and they were. Not happy about it, but no, yeah, no, no. It, it looks like that experiment is, is not working as well as everyone hoped. Yeah, so after moving the event to a different country each year, you brought it here to the U.S. in 2009, and I've been a part of it since 2007, I'm proud to say, and in 2010 began a new iteration as Mary Catalyst. Could you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I had jet lag. <laughs> when I lived in Europe, I traveled 300 days a year for 10 years straight. Um, so I decided to stay put after 14 years abroad, and I've just kept it here in Austin. And um, as you know, considering all the music and the theatrics of the event, it fits pretty well into the Keep Austin Weird scene, don't you think? Yeah, it does. I mean, for those that have not been to this, this is not just a – there's a bunch of tables, a curtain, a screen. I mean, this has got – when you say theatrics, it is really over the top what you do. It, it's tremendous. <laughs> but you, you you really doubled down in 2014 at the event to bring us a six-foot, eight-inch clown. This guy was huge, named Puddles. And, I mean, people didn't know what to think. But talk about that. I mean, your event and <laughs> the theatrics, the dramatics, the, the drama that you bring to it is hilarious. But it's all significant because it's pointing to things that you're seeing. So talk about that. Well, Puddles the Clown, he, he is a six-foot-eight-inch clown. He also happens to be a friend of mine, and he throws what's called the Puddles Pity Party. <clears throat> yes. And, by the way, if you see him on YouTube, we'll, we'll see what your listeners think, but if you go on YouTube and you, and you um, search for Puddles and then Royals, you'll, you'll see him. And so write Dave and tell him what you think. But um, his pity party is important because in 2014, the industry was feeling really sorry for themselves. And I was just acknowledging it by throwing our own pity party. I just didn't realize how many people were freaked out by clowns. (laughs) Yeah, 
that horror show, that that flick did uh, that horror flick did did kind of hurt the clown image. But I mean, it, <laughs> it, it was it was really fitting for what we were doing at the time. I thought it was really cool. I thought it was just outstanding. Okay, by the way, the uh, guy does have an incredible voice. That was the whole point. I was just going to go there. Him performing, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you didn't think this is just tongue in cheek. What is this? What is going on here? And then you listen to this six foot, eight inch tall clown delivering a voice of its operatic quality. It's just extraordinarily good. But Tony, at the American List, you tend to focus on issues other than what other conferences do not focus on or won't touch. Tell us a little bit more about that. Okay, if you think about it, there are really three types of conference producers. There are trade organizations who, by nature, they have to tailor their content to the demands of their member base. So they really can't stray too far from safety. And then you have, I guess I'd call them the professional conference producers. They don't tend to really know the subject matter, but they're good at facilitating large-scale events, so they pretty much let their sponsors dictate what the content is. And then you have these trade publications who produce events for profit and to monetize their advertising base. So it's more of a pay-to-play, or in other words, the more you pay, the more, the more you speak, and that dictates the content as well. Um, by the way, then one of the really cool developments, um, there's some new really unique events like the Jenny May Conference in Washington, yeah. which is excellent. And then the CoreLogic Urban Institute events are also held in Washington, and they're exceptional. And, and while I'm at it, Urban Institute, um, the Housing Finance Center, is run by Lori Goodman. And she is by far the most brilliant analyst in the entire history of this industry. So all that said, I'm, I'm the odd duck. So my event is based on my experience, but it's also based on its purpose and not its profit. And the purpose is to improve the products, processes, and practices of the housing industry so that we can have a viable and sustainable industry on a long-term basis. And, and I'm very focused on this notion of long-term because it's outrageous to me that this industry extends credits 30 years into the future. Right, So we're in this world yeah. where the pace of change is phenomenal, and we have no long-term planning. Anyway, so I'm also okay. independent, so I don't, I don't have to cater to any members. I don't have a publication. Um, but most of all, I'm just deliberately trying to point out important issues that are blind spots in the industry and really challenge all these industry leaders to think about things that they just haven't thought about before, and frankly, some of them they don't want to think about. So, you know, the status quo in this industry, I'm sorry to say, you know, they keep marveling at the light at the end of the tunnel, and I'm always stuck being the one to say it's a train. Um, but since 2007, it really has been a train, and you can either stand yeah. there and, and get mesmerized by the light of the next quarter and get hit, or you can jump on and, and ride it. So I'm just trying to get people off the tracks and, and on board. I don't know if people understand the significance of what you just said up here in these comments about what you just said, rather, uh, specifically the fact that you're doing this for a purpose and a passion. 
to really help this industry. And uh, there's so many other uh, other events. Most other events have some type of agenda attached to them, or they're succumbing to an agenda that to, to please the, the advertisers that are help making that possible. And, and you really really work hard. I see how much you agonize on it, how we talk at 2, 3 in the morning sometimes as you're really working on this event. It's a fabulous event, and I certainly hope our listeners will take advantage of it, of this invitation. I know you're going to be expanding. Now, let's talk about last year. Your theme was the Rubicon, no turning back, and boy, that's the truth. You really made a point of the need for our industry to leave the past behind and focus on the future. Do you think there is uh, there are really still a lot of executives stuck in the past? Is this is are they are they just uh, stuck in Groundhog's Day? This is this is I'm sorry to say, but one of the most myopic industries really in the world, and um, and part of it is uh, the demographics of our industry mm-hmm. leadership. <laughs> I mean yeah. that's that's yeah. a very Big part of it. So when you is it because they're just old? I mean, you and I were talking earlier. I mean, we are getting older. We're seeing that. But is it just because that our leaders are old? Well, we're we're getting up there, and I'm old too. But I think it's related to the baby boomer generation. They're, yeah. you know, our generation has experienced much more rapid and dramatic changes across time than almost any other generation, and we've been pretty beaten up and we're nostalgic and we want things to return to normal and what's familiar. And as business people who survived what everyone calls a crisis, we, we just tend to expect it to end and return to the good old days when profit was a matter of intelligence and perseverance and, and luck, but no one likes to admit that. So the reason that I seem last year's event Rubicon was not only to mark this departure from the past, but also point out that there is no end to this crisis. There's no end. And these changes and the unpredictability and volatility are permanent. So I wanted to set the stage for this year. And, you know, I, I pointed out earlier how it's frustrating that I'm always pointing out you know, it's a train and not a light at the end of the tunnel. I hope someday there will be, and, and this year we're a bit more positive. But, you know, y'all were talking earlier about economic issues, and, you know, there's this eerie silence this summer, and business activity is falling negative 3% since 2014. CapEx orders are down 13%. Exports are down double-digit. And real GDP growth is grinding to a halt. It's now at 1%. And then you have this insanity in the markets where they're up 20% while everything else is down. And the market's trading at 25 times trailing earnings, which is just off the historical charts. So, Uh, you know, I, I wonder to what extent... Federal Reserve policy and artificially suppressing interest rates is is creating a bit of a bubble in the housing market. Yes, yeah. well, but we I mean, will talk about I want to get. that this year. Yeah, and I think that's the best part. This conference, as I said earlier, is really fast forward what what happens next. And I want you to focus a little bit about this. This is there's some positive aspects about this. And I, yeah. this is kind of more of an upbeat, upbeat tone to that. And I mean, there's Joe Farwood. We were talking one time after one of your when you had you on a couple of years ago, and he goes, "My God, Dave, that was, oh my gosh, it's the terrible stuff coming." And you predicted it, it happened. 
But now you see some things, and it's different. Tell us about what you're focusing on and why people need to come be at this event. Well, you know, you have these significant events like Brexit and the rise of this national market protectionism occurring all over the world. So I think that hyperglobalization is reaching certain limits, and people have had enough. But while it appears that globalization is dying, I think it's really just transforming. And something that that, uh, this guy Kevin Kelly calls the technium is what's emerging And the technium is really the convergence of economics and culture as well as technology. And here's the interesting part. So it's moving away from selling products to selling services. So in effect, and this is extremely important for our industry in particular, our product is no longer a mortgage and it's no longer loan administration. It's no longer selling homes. Our product is our process. So whoever has the best process and the best platform to manage it wins. So a lot of the event this year is going to be focused on this concept of the technium. Um, And the technium also means to shift to a world where consumers will gain access to things they previously aspired to own. So companies are going to be in the business of providing the service of access like You know, look at Airbnb. They're selling hotels as a service, or there will be food as a service, or health as a service, and, yes, housing as a service. Wait a second. Now, housing as a service, what do you mean by that? Well, we've noticed the decline in home ownership, um, and that is, is not just a matter of diminished credit access. So... Sure, you know, many if not most people still aspire to home ownership and, and it is one of the best ways to generate wealth. But the truth is people also need to retain their liquidity and increase their mobility to move where the jobs are. And this is why you see such a dramatic increase in velocity behind the whole single family rental yeah, industry or sector. Yeah, it makes sense. Looking at the clock, things are just tick away so fast here when we get into really important topics like this. So let's talk about the specific topics that you're most interested in that you'll be talking about here at your upcoming event. Okay, we're going we're gonna to start out by establishing a baseline of, of exactly where we are in the industry and where we're going by doing a score analysis. So that's a new iteration of the old SWOT analysis, but it's much more helpful. So It stands for strengths, challenges, opportunities, responses, and effectiveness. And uh, we've got Sean Dobson from Amherst Holdings, Ted Tozer from Jenny May, Mark Fleming from First American, and Tony Miola from B of A. So in a sense, we have an investor, a government entity, an economist, and a servicer, uh, big bank perspective. So you'll get four different angles on the biggest issues and opportunities. And then... The next session is is the dry forest, and it's talking about the liquidity crisis in the market right now, particularly with regard to MSRs. Um, Okay, now this one is is controversial. Uh, The session is called The Unthinkable. (laughs) Yeah, and and it's about, sorry, the impact of climate change. Um, I actually use different words, but I'm telling you now, it's about (laughs) climate change and how it 
will affect house prices and real estate much sooner than you think. So we'll be talking about which cities are the worst and which cities will benefit from it in terms of climate change migration. Um, And then the central session to the whole event is, is The Inevitable, which is based on a book by Kevin Kelly. And it's about all the recent technological breakthroughs and the 12 trends that are going to make the near future look as though the present never happened. It's that dramatic. But the good news there is these changes are so new that it's not too late to jump on board. And then um, this is going to be, this debate's going to be really fun. It's called the Treehouse Pilots the new Gujarati of the housing industry and their big ideas for the future. And these, these are really going to be the leaders of tomorrow. And then um, I guess I'll just throw out one more. Um, we are going to talk about the latest debates and innovations in single-family rental. But the session I think that's going to be pretty darn scary, it's called the Three Great Stimulants, and it's about central banks and their tools yeah. being monetary policy, fiscal policy, and time. And we're going to talk about how they've lost control and run out of solutions. And the, the, the disastrous consequences of current policy creating bubbles in the market. So that's, so that's there's still more, there's so but that's, those are the interesting yeah. ones. Those are interesting. The great stimulants. I just, it's like I cannot wait for this event to happen. It's so wonderful to sit there. And the best part, again, is you as the audience, for those of you that can make it, can sit in the audience and write in questions to the guest speakers. So let's get into the, someone that wrapped this up. And looking at your narrative over the last four, 14 years, aren't you kind of painting yourself into a corner? I mean, uh, I mean, you know, if you fast forward the future now, what theme is left? For an event like this itself. Well, that's a that's a very astute question, and I'm I'm really good at painting myself into corners. <laughs> but I will say that we'll have a very big announcement about the future of this event at the event itself. But ultimately, I think that this dialogue that we've had and this narrative really needs to be taken outside of the industry and reach a more broad swath of the public because I think the public really needs to understand what's going on and the role of housing in the global economy and how crucial it is. And some of these topics that we need to talk about, you know, like income inequality or climate change um, and the future and communities of the future, um, all of these things need to be in a, in a different environment. Well, Tony, I thank you so much for being here again. I'm very excited about this event. Again, we've had as our special guest today Tony Moss, the founder and CEO of AmeriCatalyst here in Austin, and your catalyst based in the Netherlands. Very exciting. And she has an event coming up called the uh, AmeriCatalyst 2016 Fast Forward. What happens next? You want to be at this event. It happens October 30th through November 1st. And, Tony, you have very graciously extended an an invitation out to our listeners. So go ahead and provide that, and and how can they get registered? All they need to do is write you and tell you that they want to come, and you forward that to me, and and I will give them Uh, a personal phone call. But by the I way, make- I want to—I have a favor to ask of you. 
I want to meet sure. Paul Molo. I've never met him. Oh, you. I was oh, excited to hear Paul. him. <laughs> yeah, no. we've got to get him. He's, we'll get him there. We'll get him. Love All right. Him there. All right, Tony. Thanks so much for being a part of the Thank podcast. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's an honor, as always. Really do appreciate it. Folks, we're out of time. It's just so good to have friends here. And for many of you, this feels like friends. You joined and listened to the podcast. Many of you walk up to me at programs and conferences and webinars and seminars, and you just say, love the podcast. Thank you so much and for telling others about it so others can benefit from the content that we try to provide. Again, this is our give back to the industry, so playing it forward, so to speak. Good to have you with us. Be sure to come back here next week. We're out of time, but go to the website. You'll find out who our guest is. Very exciting stuff coming up. Be right back. Well, not going to be right back. This is over now. Thank you so much. Again, big thank you to Tony Moss, President, CEO, founder of AmeriCatalyst, for being our guest today. Talk to you soon, everyone. Have a great week. This has been Lincoln on Lending, a weekly mortgage market update with your host, David Lincoln of Mortgage Banking Solutions, enabling executives to take their business to the next level. Today's guests were Joe Farr from MBS Quoline, Andy Shell of Mortgage Banking Solutions, and Alice Elvey, President CMB of Mortgage U. Come by next week and thank you for listening.